Broadcasting from Terrio Studios in Glendale, California, it's time for Epic Real Estate Investing with Matt Terrio. Yeah. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Epic Real Estate Investing. If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. Super happy that you're here. If this is not your first time, welcome back. As many of you know, this is the place where I show people how to escape the rat race by investing in real estate. And if I were to do it all over again, I'd do it exactly the same way. And I'd do it exactly the same way whether I had money to invest in or in credit to work with or not. You see, while I was finding my way, I stumbled upon 12 different strategies of investing in real estate with little to no money. And in hindsight, being forced to invest with little to no money or credit, I believe that made me a better investor. A much better investor. And I want to make you a better investor as well. So what I did is I put the first two strategies, the two of which I believe are the easiest and fastest strategies to a paycheck. I've put them into a free course just for you. And you can access that free course at freerealestateinvestingcourse.com. Freerealestateinvestingcourse.com. Can't get any more direct or simple than that. Or, you know, if you're, I've got something new for you. If you're listening on your smartphone, you can download that course right now, right there on, on your phone by texting free course to 55678. Free course, text that to 55678, and you'll get that right on your phone. You get the free course right there on your phone. The two easiest and fastest strategies to a paycheck in real estate. Okay. Oh, and, and the bonus strategy, that's still in effect. We're only halfway through the month. The bonus strategy to which I'm speaking can get you a paycheck within the next 15 days. And here's how. I'll be rewarding $1,000 on March 3rd to the best video testimonial demonstrating how this podcast, how the free course, and or the Epic Pro Academy has helped you in your real estate investing. $1,000 paycheck for the best video. And for the top three video testimonials, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to interview you right here on the show of where you'll have the opportunity to share your journey, share your success, and plug your business. It doesn't have to be fancy or anything with the, with the video. I mean, the video camera on your smartphone, that will be sufficient, not to mention probably the easiest. So just shoot a quick video and, and share with me your epic story and email it to me at matt at epicrealestate.com. Matt at epicrealestate.com. You know, up to this point, I've only received... A few videos, and I know there are more out there, meaning per my inbox, I know there's a ton more out there, actually. And if you look at the, the comments over at iTunes, there are almost 300 positive reviews. So if you don't know what to say, just read your iTunes comments into your smartphone's video camera or even into your, your computer cam and just send them to me at matt at epicrealestate.com. I've only received a few, so there's a very good chance that that $1,000 could be yours and it's a great chance that you'd be able to come on the show here and chat and discuss your business. And if you don't have a business yet to discuss, well, let's create one. That's what we're actually going to start creating for you today. If you, know, if you don't consider what you do in real estate right now a business, if you feel it doesn't resemble a business, uh, you're going to want to stick around here for the next several episodes, at least 10 episodes. And if you do feel you have a real estate business, you're also going to want to stick around for the, the next uh, several episodes. I mean, there, there are always places within your business that could be run more efficiently and more profitably. And even more importantly, 
there's places in your business that can run without your presence at all, without your presence even being required. And I'm going to go over it all from the ground up. Okay, you see, a good business, a good business person checks in with their customers or their clients, finds out what they want, and then gives it to them. And for the most part, most of you want to make some money, some quick money, and enough money to quit your day job. And, you know, there also, there's, so, there's a lot of exceptions out there, I know, but, but for the most part, that is the gist. So show me how to get started is what you want to know. Show me how to make money. Show me how to make a bunch of money so I can spend my days doing what I want to do as opposed to doing what I have to do. But the prevalent mindset out there actually works against that last part, spending my days doing what I want to do as opposed to what I have to do. You know, most, most people, they, they've got the right mindset when it comes to making money and making a bunch of it even. Work hard and just be consistent. You know, back that, backed by the, the, the right actions, that'll pretty much do it. Just work hard and be consistent. And, and working hard and being consistent with the right activities, that's going to do it. That's going to make you a good chunk of money. You will make a lot of money that way. But getting to the point where you can do with your time what you wish whenever you want to do it, well, let's just say that requires a different mindset, a business mindset. And a business mindset, it's very distinct from a money-making mindset, per Robert Kiyosaki's definition of a business, and I think this is probably, even though it's, these are his words, I think it's it's pretty universal that this would be accepted as a business. That means that you make money whether you go to work or not. You make money with minimal effort and minimal presence. That's a real business owner. With minimal effort and minimal presence, you make your money. And I add that little modifier there. I added that onto his definition, actually, with minimal effort and minimal presence. I add, that, I add that on there because I do want something to be clear. I want it to be very clear, in fact. Passive income, of which will give you this freedom that we're talking about, it will create the business that I'm speaking of. Passive income is just that. It comes passively. But it does not come without your involvement or without your participation. Passive income does not mean non-involved income, just to be clear. But you certainly can, with a business mindset, set up an income that requires very little of your time and effort. Just want to make sure that, that your expectations are set appropriately when you set out to pursue financial freedom, passive income, residual income, within real estate. I mean, that, that, that life of where you can do what you want to do whenever you want to do it. You still have to keep your eye on, uh, on your business. Okay, even if it doesn't take a lot of effort, a lot of time, you still got to keep your eye on it. It's still going to require your involvement, your participation. Just want that to be clear. So I'm going down this this path of, of building a business for a couple of reasons, a few reasons, actually. You know, here we are today on episode 89 of the Epic Real Estate Investing Show. And up to this point, although I've spoken frequently, perhaps ad nauseum about uh, ceasing to focus on making piles of money and switching your focus to making streams of money. I mean, much of the instruction part of these episodes has had to do with making money. There's been very little instruction on how to make streams of money. So that's the first reason I'm going to uh, go down this path for the next several episodes. I, I, I can't hold you accountable on making streams of income if I haven't showed you how. The second reason I'm going down this path is I feel there's been a little bit of incongruence with what I preach and what I actually teach. You know, I, I live the passive income lifestyle, and I preach that passive income business model, yet predominantly most of my teachings have been active income. 
So, you know, just for most of you, that's what you've wanted. So I've, I've tried to be a good business person and give you what you wanted. So that's what I've delivered. But to maintain a, a healthy and productive balance, I've got to tilt the scales back a little bit, back in the other direction, maybe just a little bit or maybe a lot. I'm not quite sure yet. Just so there's a balance, though, of what you want and what you need. And I hope that's taken the right way because I'm not going to presume that I know what everyone needs. I certainly do not. I mean, if you like the pursuit of the deal and you like the big cash paydays of wholesaling and fixing and flipping, and that's what you want to do for the rest of your life, if that's what really, you know, gets your juices flowing and and that's what you want to do forever, God bless you. Knock yourself out. I mean, everybody should be so blessed to know exactly what they want to do and have the opportunity and ability to do it. If you're a wholesaler for life, that I'm not going to condemn you for not adopting my streams of money belief, okay? You are entitled to believe what you want to believe. You are entitled to pursue what you want to pursue. But if it is financial freedom that you do eventually want, you do need what I'm going to share with you over these next several episodes. You need it because it's the only approach that's working for the average person. And when I say average person, I'm talking about... Darn your 95, 96, 97%, depending on which statistics you look at. The old traditional way of getting wealthy is failing the vast majority of the population. And pretty much the entire population. There are some exceptions out there, but we just say, you know, 95, 96, 97%. Those are all government sources, by the way, government statistics. They're, they're, they're admitting that the traditional way of getting wealthy is failing. And... You know, if someone comes up with an easier and more assured way of achieving financial freedom, I'll be the first one to jump this streams of money ship. I'll I'll be on that boat headed in a new new direction. But as long as the, the stats continue to say what they say, I'm staying the course. I'm staying right here. And it's what I'm going to continue to preach. It's what I'm going to continue to teach. And it's what I'm going to continue to live because it's working for me. So I teach what works, what works out there in the real world. You know, and... And something happened to me recently, very recently, in fact, like just last week, something that has even further bolstered my belief in that streams of income, it's the only way to go. You see, I was recently invited to join an elite real estate mastermind group of which its members consist of many people that most of you have most likely heard of. And I attended last week my first mastermind meeting, and the structure works kind of like this. Each member has time to stand up in front of the group and and share with the group what in their business is currently working and and also they get to share where they need help in their business, of which the other group members offer suggestions or resources that that would mitigate or eliminate their challenges. It's a very very cool group. You get to learn from everybody and then you get the assistance and the help from everybody as well. So during these four days I was there, I noticed a very common theme, maybe even two or three themes actually. I noticed that as much money as most of these members were making, and some of them make a boatload of money. Some of them are doing very, very well. I noticed that as much money as most of the, they were making, almost every single one of them, I don't think would, would mind trading some of that money for more time for themselves and with their families. I, I don't know. If I, I'm sure that there might be an exception in there, but I don't think there is. A second theme that I noticed was almost everyone there was trying to modify or adjust their current business models, whether to sustain or make more money, but by doing less, 
And I heard that over and over again. And what I found compelling was as much money and as successful as these guys are, what they all had in common was they all want more freedom. They wanted more time with themselves and with their families. And for those that even wanted more money than they already had, they, they were really trying a way to figure out how to get more of it by doing less. And, and for the purpose of today's episode, what I'm going to point out here is that piles of money, making a lot of money, is not going to give you freedom. In fact, it will likely take away any freedom that you currently have. It takes it away because you have to keep piling the money back on so that it doesn't disappear. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a very small fish in this mastermind group. There are some big, giant whales and sharks in that group. There are some brilliant minds. There's a lot of brilliant minds. There's, there's geniuses even. And, that, and they've all been in real estate far longer than me. They've all made a lot more money than me. They are a lot of them are, are making a lot more money than me right now. And they, a lot of them have a whole lot more than me. I've got plenty to learn here. And I'm very excited about my future working with and within this group. I consider myself blessed to be a part of such an awesome group of people. I am indeed fortunate for what this group will contribute to my future. But I was asked to join this group because they believed I could equally contribute and from that initial mastermind meeting, I would think my contribution will, will very much consist of helping others create more streams of residual income. I mean, that's where, that's where freedom comes from, residual income. And, and the week before, I was, just, I was at another event where I got to see Kevin O'Leary, uh, Mr. Wonderful from the Shark Tank. I got to see him speak. And one of his quotes, one of many that night that really resonated with me, but one in particular, he said, don't be greedy for money, be greedy for freedom. And that's very distinct. Don't be greedy for money, be greedy for freedom. And here's how he, he explained that. He explained that he is not um, actively participating. He hasn't invested in one investment or he doesn't hold any current investments that don't produce a regular dividend. And that's because he knows dividends are what produce freedom today. You know, his world, they're called dividends. In our world, it's called cash flow. Collectively, in, in its simplest form, it's residual income. And that's what a real business, real estate or not, that's what a real business produces, residual income. It produces residual income for the owner. And, and that's what we're going to talk about for the next several episodes, creating or transforming a business that produces residual income, or, or I should say that uh, creating a business to produce residual income for you or transform your current business into a business that produces residual income for you. One that works with your very um, limited or minimal time and effort. Got it? So here we are. Let's start. Let's start from the beginning. This series of episodes, it's not about getting rich quickly. It's about getting rich permanently. Not about getting rich quickly, but about getting rich permanently, creating a life of abundance for yourself and those who depend on you. 
Now, this path, it's not necessarily an easy one, but it's the closest that you're likely going to come to, to finding a sure one. And that's important. A for sure one. The goal of, of financial freedom, it, that, that word is thrown around so much. It, it's a common ambition. But not everyone's vision of ongoing wealth includes a, a clear and efficient method of attaining it. You know, millions of, of people were raised on the, the conventional wisdom. Probably all of us, everyone in, that's listening to me and myself included, we're all taught to, to, to work hard in school, get a job, save money, live below our means, retire at age 65 with a paid off home, hopefully you have a large savings account and social security benefits, blah, blah, blah. It used to work for some, but it doesn't, it doesn't work for most people now. <laughs> most people. And I put that in all capital letters and bold letters and underline it. Most people. Social security has been in trouble for decades. Money doesn't work the same way that it used to anymore. The, the job market is in rough shape. Speaking of the job market, I just heard that, um, you know, we keep hearing that employment is rising and, and, and improving. Did you know Kelly Services? It's a temp agency. Temporary employment agency is the second largest employer, private employer in the United States. So, Employment is employment is rising, but a lot of those numbers are skewed by the second largest employer, which is a temporary employment agency. So um, employment, rough shape, right? The job market and, and home ownership does not cure your financial woes. You can't pay your bills with a paid off home. If you want financial freedom, you just can't use the strategies of yesteryear. Now, although there are more ways than just real estate to create financial freedom, Statistically, though, more people in the United States gain financial freedom through real estate investing than through any other single method. So if it's financial freedom that you definitely want, it only makes sense to learn from the mistakes and successes of how most people achieved it, right? Logic. Real estate investing, it's a business, and it must be run like one. When you run your real estate investing business like a business, you will find that it's a rewarding stimulating, extremely profitable business. And the, and the first key is to hold your real estate for passive income rather than selling for the quick buck. You know, it, when you go to these real estate investor clubs, look for the old guys. Look for the guys with gray hair that have been doing this for a while. Go ahead, just, just try me out on this. Ask them what's their biggest regret of real estate investing. What's the biggest regret of their career? Nine times out of 10, they're going to say one of two things, or maybe they'll say both. I wish I would have bought more, and I wish I would have held more. I've heard that over and over and over again in multiple venues, in multiple contexts. So the first key is to hold your real estate for passive income rather than selling it for the quick buck. It's okay to do both, but, but holding on to real estate should always be your intent. You know, most people are are bedazzled by the, the idea of making a large sum of money in just one shot. It's understandable. I mean, what could be better than big, fast money, right? And, and most people don't have an answer to that question. Well, here's the answer to what could be better than big, fast money. The answer is ongoing money. That's better. That's the difference between cash and cash flow. A pile of cash is an exhaustible resource. When it's gone, it's gone. Cash flow, on the other hand, that keeps on rolling in. See, when you sell a property, you might make a nice profit if things go well. 
However, you'll have to keep doing deals over and over again to keep your expenses at bay. Now, on the other hand, when, when you develop residual income sources, you can continue to receive streams of money month after month, year after year, decade after decade. Once your monthly residual income exceeds your expenses, you are truly financially free. That is financial independence. So when it comes to gaining financial freedom, there's something that's very crucial. It's motivation. Motivation is crucial. In order to accomplish great things, you know, we all need drive. We need fuel for the inner fire. And real estate is no, no exception. And real estate investing, it's no exception because it's not easy. Now, I've kept that no secret on this show. It takes work. It takes dedication. It takes research. It takes unwavering fortitude and, and a thick skin. That means your resolve has to be strong. And strong resolve comes from true passion. It has, it, to, to maintain your motivation inside of this business and to keep it going, that's going to come from a place of true passion, which means you have to think about why you want to do this. It's the why. It's why you're doing this. I mean, what does financial freedom mean to you? Why do you want it? Why do you want to begin a career as a real estate investor? Or why do you want to continue your career as a real estate investor? Do you want this to, to take care of your family? Do you want to give back to the community? Do you want to gain more free time or, or experience? Or do you, do you just want more of the good things in life more fully? Whatever your reasons, please be aware of them at all times. That's what's required for your success. Required. When your driving forces are... are at the, the forefront of your mind, you'll have the required power to blast through any of the, the roadblocks that you might experience, to continue unhindered on that, on that road to your dreams. You know, many, many works have been written, have been spoken, have been produced on the subject of real estate investing, but, but few of them really break it down into simple terms. I mean, it, it can... Uh, it can appear at first to, to be overwhelming, especially when you're, you're talking about contracts and number crunching and legal factors and all these other scary horror stories that you hear about the process. But, but not to worry. It's not that bad. You only hear the bad stuff. No one ever talks about the good stuff. You only hear the bad stuff, so it seems like it's bigger and something to really be cautious about. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about breaking it down and demystifying the process so that you can see that just about anyone can do this. And nobody has to do it alone. All that anyone needs is for just someone to, to show them how. And when, and when you look at the, just the basics, if you just focus on the basics, you're going to see that there are just four simple steps to gaining financial freedom through real estate investing. There are just four. One, you got to locate and research property. You know, as you begin your, your real estate investing career, you You'll first need to locate properties that are appropriate for your needs based on specific criteria that, that I'm going to discuss later. And one of the, the best ways to approach this process is, you know, to spend lots of time in the neighborhoods that interest you, getting to know the area, its economy, its businesses, its people, and of course, its properties. You'll need to, to collect and analyze a number of different facts and figures to select the properties that will work best for you. We're going to go over all of that. You know, as with many processes, real estate investing is, is all about getting just, the, it's just about getting the right intelligence. When you have the pertinent information, you can move forward quickly and efficiently. And the more you do it, the more quickly and efficiently you can move forward with confidence. So 
There are many things that you're going to need to check out, and I'm going to go over all of them in detail. But after you establish your, your property criteria, your research, it's going to tell you if you know, a given property meets your requirements or not. So that's number one, locate and research property. Two, purchase property. Okay, got to purchase it. This all-important step, this is the pivot point. And I shouldn't even say purchase property. I should say acquire property because purchase kind of insinuates it's going to take money to do that. And we already know if you've been on this, if you've been listening to this show for a while, you don't always need money. In fact, rarely do you need money to purchase or to acquire property. So I should change that. Step two is to acquire property. You know, it's the, it's the pivot point. It's when you take decisive action, which may be a little scary at the first time, I understand, but it's when you take action to take possession of a property so that you can hold on to it and use it for ongoing residual income. Once you gain possession of the property, you have a few options for, for ways to make money, including flipping the house or holding it as a rental property. Um, although there are pros and cons to both options, I am focused on holding the property for a large number of reasons. The main reason is that rental properties generate ongoing residual cash flow for your financial freedom. That's what this whole thing is about. This whole show is about, really, but specifically today's episode and the next several episodes. So that's number two, acquire property. Number three, maintain and manage property. And, you know, once you have your property, you'll need to handle lease paperwork, take care of repairs, manage tenants, and, and keep track of your, your related finances and expenses, and always monitoring your, your ROI and your ROE. And, and all of that, you know, all that can seem a little bit overwhelming at first, but I'm going to cover the main points, all of the, the main points of all that in detail. By the time you, you go through it a few times, you'll have it down to an absolute science. It doesn't take long to, to make this a science for yourself, to, to create a system that you understand and that you trust and that allows you to move forward. And you also have the option of, of hiring help for these tasks, which may be a good option. I think it's a great option. Um, you know, no one in the world knows everything. So, so it's okay if you don't have the knowledge or inclination to manage the property yourself. Okay? Hire someone or leverage someone that, that's more experienced than you. The main thing is that you get someone to do it and to do it right. That's ultimately where your freedom is going to come from. And we'll go over that. And then number four, repeat. Just repeat the process. Repeat the process to expand your business. You know, your first investment property is a huge step towards your financial success and freedom, but it's only the beginning. It's only the beginning. You know, so many people, they, they have, they, when they get their first property, they're, they're what-ifing the entire scenario to death. Well, what if the balloon payment comes due in five years and I don't have the money to do it? Or what if, you know, just whatever. I, I can't think of a bunch of stuff right now, but that's one thing that always comes up. What if, you know, I can't make the payment or what if the, the, the financing adjusts and, and all of a sudden I can't afford it? Well, this is your first property. It's not your only property. And the more, the bigger your um, portfolio gets, the easier it is to manage all those types of things. So this, your first property, is just the beginning. You know, as your, your real estate portfolio expands, so will your confidence, so will your experience, so will your knowledge, and so will your bank account. Your momentum will build and you will see your results grow exponentially. So don't worry about the first one. Don't what if it to death. I'm going to talk about all of these strategies to, to keep your business expanding and developing and increasing in efficiency and increasing in profitability. You know, the, the, all of these steps, they're, they're relatively simple when you look at them from the right perspective. But like I've always said, simple doesn't always mean easy. You know, running a marathon is simple. You just keep moving until you hit the finish line, right? One foot in front of the other. But running for 26.2 miles, that's not easy. <laughs> I'm about to embark on my first 
half marathon here in a couple months. So I'm already well clear of that. I mean, just put one foot in front of the other. That's simple. Making it for, for the 13 straight miles, I got to do it one foot in front of the other. Hey, that's not easy, but it is simple. There will be work involved, but it's, but it's nothing you can't handle though. And even more importantly, it's worth it. So let's look at some of the important facts about real estate and establish why this type of investment, why this type of business is so worth it, why it is so worthwhile. So there's, there's a, a specific trio of benefits within real estate. You know, real estate, it, it's unique and special in many ways. It's a tangible asset like gold or silver. You can reach out and you can actually touch it. You can feel it. That's what tangible means. You can touch it. However, unlike silver or gold, real estate has a value beyond just scarcity or, or symbolic value. You know, real estate provides one of the most important of all basic human needs, provides shelter. You know, while oxygen, water, food, and, and clothing are all absolutely crucial for, for a person's survival, they are far more affordable and accessible than shelter. You know, for most, most people, the, their rent or their mortgage payment is the highest of their monthly expenses, which means that, that real estate offers an opportunity to bring in large amounts of income in an industry that will always be in high demand. That's what makes it a good business. There's always going to be a demand. One thing the, the world seems to reliably produce is more people. The population keeps getting bigger and bigger. But the amount of accessible land for them to live on is finite. I mean, there's some land reclamation projects going on, but, but not nearly enough to make a major difference. And this isn't going to happen overnight, but it'll continue to move in that direction, which is the right direction for any business. The, the demand is growing and the supply is fixed. This means that, that rental property is one of the best possible investments that you can make. There's a very high probability of a very high payout because the demand keeps growing, but the supply is fixed. Never lose sight of that. Uh, another benefit, equity through appreciation. One, one of the most impressive things about real estate investments is that real estate has historically increased in value more reliably than, than any other investment option. Even when you, you calculate inflation into the equation, the ever-increasing value of real estate tends to make up for inflation and all the other factors as well. There, there, there's no such thing as a, a risk-free investment. I'm not saying this is risk-free, but, but real estate is one of the safest and wisest investments that you can make, specifically with the right education. Because you get there's a reliable appreciation of property values. At the very least, more reliable than any other investment available. Certainly it's going to go up and it's going to go down, but over time it's going to go up. You can almost, you can bank on that. I would, <laughs> I am. So that's it's the most reliable uh, investment out there as far as appreciation goes. Uh, number, the other one, uh, this is number two, equity through pay down. You know, when you have tenants in your, in your rental property, their rent payments contribute to your mortgage payments. This means that, that simply by just letting people stay in your building, you are developing your equity. Whether you cash flow or not, just by them staying in the building and paying you, you are developing equity. You know, of course, the ideal situation is to take in rental payments that, that more than cover your mortgage and any maintenance expenses, you know, and that ultimately would create positive cash flow from the very beginning. Eventually, the, the rental payments will pay the full mortgage and meaning that your monthly cash flow will increase dramatically. That's just kind of how the whole thing works. So you get the equity pay down, and you don't have to pay that. Your tenant is paying it. 
And then uh, the third one is passive income. This is kind of the, the essence of this whole conversation. Passive income, residual income, cash flow, whatever you want to call it. It's the key to real financial freedom. Once again, cash is not the same as cash flow. Cash flow is like a renewable energy source. I want you to look at it that way. It's a renewable energy source. It keeps giving and giving as long as you maintain it properly. As long as you are involved, as long as you manage it, it keeps giving and giving. You could compare it, say, to wind or solar power. You know, cash, on the other hand, would be better compared to coal, which is only available in finite quantities that will eventually be depleted. The sad truth is that expenses don't just happen once. Those bills keep on rolling in month after month. So you need income that will also keep rolling in month after month. You know, many residual income experts focus on the slogan, set it up once and get paid for it forever. That's a pretty good strategy. And, and real estate is typically the best way to attain that ideal. There is a, uh, there's a fourth benefit, though, of this business that essentially trumps all others. All other businesses, for sure. And that benefit is tax strategy. You know, in my opinion, no other business allows you the creativity and flexibility in eliminating your biggest expense in life, your taxes. More than 50% of your lifetime's income is going to go right back to the government. And no other business allows you the, the, the strategy the, and the legal strategy, I should say, want to enforce that. It's legal. It's in the tax code. I just heard the other day, a quote the other day. I hear it every once in a while that the only difference between the rich and the poor is the understanding of the tax code. Real estate allows you the creativity and the flexibility, more creativity and flexibility than any other thing out there to eliminate your biggest expense in life. That's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, I was just an event. I've been to a lot of events this year already. And, and the person at the front of the room said, if you're not paying taxes, you're not making any money. And I thought about that. And, you know, in most arenas of business, I suppose there's some truth to that statement. But, you know, when it, when it comes to real estate, not true. I mean, it took everything within me not to shout out in response when he said, if you're not paying taxes, you're not making any money or you're not holding real estate. That's what I wanted to say. And that's the truth. You know, if you're not paying taxes, you're not making money. That's how most people look at it. Or that's how, that's, that's the reality for most people, actually. But you can make a lot of money in real estate and you can pay a lot less taxes than those that make the same or even more money than you just by holding on to the real estate. Now, as we continue in this series, I'm going to ask you to hang in there. I'm going to ask you to hang in until the very end. And here's why I have to ask you. I already know. I have to ask you because I, because I know holding real estate and creating a real estate business and, and talking about residual income isn't nearly as exciting as the latest technique or, or the latest strategy in wholesaling or flipping houses and earning a big fat paycheck in the next 30 days. I mean, those are the headlines that are going to uh, um, fight for your attention and you're going to see them between now and to the end, uh, the end of this little series that I'm running right now. And I'm going to have to ask you to hang in there with me. You know, holding real estate... It doesn't even hold a candle to, to that in, in the sex appeal department, right? But I'll tell you what is sexier. Or, or rather, you tell me what's sexier. What's sexier? Walking into the bank to cash a $10,000 check from your most recent wholesale because of all the hard work you did the previous three months. Or 
sitting on the couch, logging into your smartphone on the first of every month to view a $10,000 direct deposit from your real estate business because of all the hard work you did the previous three years? Which one? Which one is sexier? You tell me. You know your situation better than I do, though. Just think it. You're already thinking it anyway, so you don't have to tell me. You know, if receiving that direct deposit every month for the rest of your months is sexier to you, is more appealing to you, I'll see you the next several episodes because I'm going to show you exactly how to get it. And I'm not holding anything back either. Have I ever? No. I'm going to show you exactly how to get it. I've gotten it for myself, and I'm going to show you how to get it too. That's it for today. I'm Matt Terrio, living the dream. You've been listening to Epic Real Estate Investing, the world's foremost authority on separating the facts from the BS in real estate investing education. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to visit iTunes and share your thoughts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time here at Epic Real Estate Investing with Matt Terrio. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.